okay, I know everybody here is professionals. We know what we're doing, so act like you've been here before. And together with me on three in perfect harmony. Ready? One, two, three. Awkwardly tall episode 10. Hey, what it do, y'all? What it do? We back at it for episode 10. Uh, you know who it is by now. It's Chase Midkiff. And uh, we're coming at you from home, which in my state is where almost everybody should be as of midnight last night, I think until uh, April 11th or April 18th. I'm not for sure which it was. Uh, due to the COVID-19 outbreak, the, the coronavirus that's spreading worldwide, uh, the Colorado, state of Colorado issued a stay-at-home order basically means you're not supposed to go anywhere for, except to work if you're working, um, grocery stores, medical offices, uh, anything that's essential you can, you can go to, but it's a very limited list of things that they're considering essential. Um, I'm not going to talk on the, the outbreak and everything for the whole episode, obviously, but we'll touch on it for a little bit because it is something that's affecting I would I would almost venture to say everybody's lives in some way, shape, or form, but uh, at least everybody's heard of it, so we'll talk on it on it a little bit here in episode 10, but I want to start off with thanking you guys for sticking around, you know, uh, this shit le- means a lot to me, I know it's been a little while since I've made an episode, I've had, you know, I've had things get busy, uh, this, this outbreak thing has had me reaching out to family, friends, and you know, I've traveled and lived a lot of different places. So I've been touching bases with a lot of people I care about, making sure they're staying safe and, and not being affected too bad by this. I'm not, I don't know how to put it. I'm not overly freaked out about it. Uh, personally for myself, just being looking at it selfishly, I'm not over freaked out about it because I know that I'm trying to do the things. And I know that if I get it, um, I think I might, you know, have a much, much larger chance of bouncing back than a lot of other people that have other stipulations that might that might make them struggle a bit with it. But that's why, like I said, I'm just reaching out and making sure everybody that I care about in their area is okay. Um, if if they're, you know, seeing what they're doing, it, I'm, I'm not I'm not telling people what to do personally, because every area is way different from what I've heard. I talked to my friends in Arkansas Nebraska, Missouri, Colorado, like uh, I have a buddy that lives in Chicago, I have a buddy that works in Milwaukee, like there's just tons of people that I've talked to about this stuff so far. And every every part of the nation seems to be handling it a little bit differently. But uh, my personal opinion on it is everybody should be taking it serious. Like nobody wants to be sick with something that is is very confusing right now and nobody wants to be sick with something that's genuinely going to make them struggle like from what i hear it's it's it gets pretty bad as far as like a dry cough and your lungs can get infected it can advance to pneumonia and then you know obviously in the serious cases it it could put you in the hospital and struggle to breathe shortness of breath things like that but um I've I've had pneumonia a few times and and real pneumonia make you feel really fucking sick. Like I, I the first time I got it, I fucking thought I was dying. Like I was sweating, I was throwing up. I didn't eat for like two and a half days, damn near. Like anything but but liquid shit that was easy to hold down. And even then, I was throwing up. And I finally went, and I was surprised to learn that it was like a a bacterial infection in my lungs that I just had let go thinking I had a cold or something and it advanced to pneumonia because I was a pretty active dude. So 
Um, that it's definitely scary when you hear that, that that's one of the symptoms because pneumonia is not a fun thing to deal with. And it definitely did. You know, I've had it, I think I've had it three, maybe four times now in some form. And every time I struggle with it, but, uh, the bouncing back and, and stuff never really was, you know, hard because there's, there's things that we know that we have that we know of to fight this shit off. But, uh, I, as far as I know, they're working on that stuff with the, with the COVID-19, but it's, you know, it's in the works. And I, in my opinion, I think we have, we have so many smart minds in this world. And since this is affecting everybody, I just think it's a matter of time before somebody comes out with something that's going to help out. And then, you know, maybe this can be as, as commonplace and as easy to deal with as the flu or something like that. You know, I know that's still scary and it still has some mortality numbers and nobody wants anything to be killing anybody. But, uh, the reality of the situation is, is we're, we're far better off if we, if we just keep our heads down and keep working at it. And if everybody continues to stay clean, like that's one thing that I've taken away positively. Like, I know it's because everybody's freaking out and and panic buying all sanitization things and shit, and that's not good, but like at least everybody's being a little bit cleaner now, shit. Some of y'all, you know, some of y'all went and bought up all the hand sanitizer and stuff, but you need to make sure you, you're buying out the Dove the Dove body wash aisle and stuff too. That's all I'm saying. But but every like I've been reading some crazy stats where people that have quarantined in China has had like their air looking a little bit cleaner. People that quarantined in Italy has had some of their waters looking the cleanest it's looked in 30 years. Like all of that shit, in my opinion, is just small little inklings. Like if we just chilled out a little bit and took care of the environment like that, that was in like two weeks to two months time where people chilled out a little bit and stuff started looking up as far as the environment goes. So I think that there's something to be said about those situations as well. But um, I definitely think there's something to be said about like how people are choosing to deal with this quarantine, whatever their situation is. Like I know people that uh, their current situation, in this quarantine is unaffected. You know, their daily situation, nothing's changing, whether it be because they, uh, where they live, nothing's really changing except for people being, t- you know, taking precaution when they are out and about or, um, just them not taking it seriously and everybody around them can be taking it seriously and they don't change their daily activities because it's not necessarily like government mandated yet. Like I understand where those people are coming from because they just want to, you know, live their daily lives and act, act like, you know, act like this is just going to be another sickness because for some people it is that way. You know, if you're, from what I understand, if you're a normal, healthy person and you're not super young or super old, you got a pretty good chance of just getting pretty sick and getting over it. Um, but the thing that a lot of people I don't think realize is like transmitting it. Like you still need to be safe as far as you don't ever know if you have a virus until a few days after you have it at least. And they're saying this one can be up to, you know, more than a few days, maybe a couple of weeks before you start showing symptoms. So you just need to be making sure you wash your hands and stay sanitary for that reason. Like you want to try your best not to be, Given that to, you know, if you go to the grocery store pretty careless, you could give that to some old lady because you decided you didn't want the can of peaches you grabbed and you put it back and she grabbed it, you know. And uh, if she's got some breathing issues or something, she might really struggle to get over this shit. So uh, basically, from my personal opinion, to sum it all up, like I'm I'm worried about 
anybody's older relatives and obviously the older relatives and, and close friends and family and shit that I care about or people with breathing issues. Like those people really need to try to stay safe. And may, like, I know a couple people with some breathing issues or just maybe be elderly or whatever the case is that, you know, they're going to quarantine themselves during this time. And, and I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. Um, I just, I just don't like how unsafe it's become for a lot of, um, how do I want to say it? Like a lot of business aspects of, of things. Like I've already know multiple people have lost their jobs or have been laid off without pay or multiple businesses that have just had to close down, you know, go out of business because, uh, maybe they're, you know, they're relying on a company that is shut down during this quarantine time to give them the things that need to run their business. And if they can't get those things, then, then they have to shut down and then their income shuts down. You know, I'm, I'm from a small area. There's a lot of small businesses that I know that, that are probably struggling during this time. But, but I think that when it comes to that, like, the way that owners act during this time, whether it be like, you know, even if you have to lay people off or shut your business down or whatever, like if you do that with, with a little bit of care and transparency and letting, you know, letting your workforce or your employees or whatever know what's going on, then I think that says a lot about you as an owner. And, you know, obviously the other way, if you just, you know, close up shop, dip out and people are worried about what they're going to do and you don't really have anything to tell them or any guidance to give them, then, I think it speaks a lot about you as a business owner as well. So um, I think people need to pay attention to a lot of the bigger and smaller businesses, you know, how they act during this time and whether they're able to do a lot or to do a little and whether they do do a lot or do a little, you know, that'll speak volumes to a lot of people around the world. And like I said, I know it's affecting a lot of people already, whether it be because your area is quarantined and you're not working or whether it be... <clears throat> you know, um, your, your area is not quarantined and everyone around you is working, but your specific job has decided to shut down and you're bitter about it. Like, I just think people need to understand the bigger picture when it comes to this thing. Um, but it is hard to do because, you know, not everybody is all in on helping everybody out. You know, not everybody is all in on, okay, if, if the nation shuts down, then, you know, people should, should definitely be compensated and whether it be their employers or whether it be the government, like, maybe a little bit of everybody should step in and help out. That's some people's opinions, but you know, you're going to have some people out there that are like, eh, you know, during this time I got to have mine. I got to look out for me. Um, I'm not necessarily on either side of the fence. Cause I, like I said, I'm pretty empathetic when it comes to shit and I can see both sides of it. If people explain either side of it to me, but, um, as long as you stay mindful during this time to not, to try to not get or transmit this disease, uh, in my opinion, I think something will be done. They'll come out with with uh, a vaccination of some sort. And hopefully, the, I mean, even if it is a seasonal thing, kind of like the flu that just comes and goes and we have to deal with it forever, like at least we have the things to deal with it. So I do think uh, it's it's bringing not I shouldn't say nations, but like it's it's bringing countries and nations together in some sorts of everybody, you know, trying to fight it. And uh, everybody trying to hopefully come up with a cure. Hopefully no one's being shady and wanting money or trying to hide that shit. But, but I think there's just a lot to be said about unity during this time. Like I hope, I hope people take away a lot of lessons about community and uh, unity and just uh, people showing their integrity during this time. Because I definitely think that uh, 
it'll say a lot about people's characters, you know, what they do or how they act during this time. You know, I've seen, it's funny. I've been on social media and I've seen a lot of people complaining or like posting things like, Oh yeah. Now that you, all you celebrities in California are quarantined down in your house, I'm starting to figure out a lot of y'all are pretty regular, just like me. And they'll unfollow them or talk shit or whatever. Like, Oh yeah. Without all your fancy money and fancy clothes and trips and all that, you're really not that interesting. And It makes me laugh because I think that anyways, like I'd really have to take an interest in you as a person, even if you are famous or not for me to continuously watch your, your things. I can't just watch things over and over and over and over and over that I wouldn't at least want to kind of affiliate myself with. Um, but yeah, it just cracks me up a little bit to read and see like what people are doing and how people are acting. Um, if they're quarantined or if they're just chilling or what they say about people that are quarantining in areas that are quarantining. Like, uh, I've seen stories of kids doing this dumb fucking, they call it the, the coronavirus challenge, but I, I think they should call it the, I'm trying to catch everything under the sun challenge. They'll go lick like door handles or toilet seats in public areas and film it. And I put it on social media, and I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, I'm not even worried. Like, when I see that video, it's not like, oh my God, they're going to spread this COVID 19 coronavirus and everybody's going to get sick and die. I'm literally thinking, like, whoa, dude, don't be surprised when you have a little bum bump or a little bumpity bumpity boo show up in the fucking underlip carriage or something there. Don't be surprised when you get. You know, fucking, I don't know what diseases you can get from piss and shit, but don't be surprised if you get that, you nasty little motherfucking gremlins. What the hell is wrong? Like, that's what blows my mind. And, like, in in the past, without technology and things like that and older generations and shit before me, I'm only 24, I sound like a little fucking kid saying that shit, but... They didn't have the technology to see the vast amounts of fucking stupid in this world. Like, yeah, people were still doing stupid shit, like running into signs, shoulder checking them, trying to take them down and licking toilet seats. And I'm sure a motherfucker drink a glass of piss or something. I know I watched a kid drink a glass of piss before we had cameras to fucking record it and stuff uh, on a dare. So... But now that everybody, like, big and small, can have some form of not only a camera to record and take pictures, but something to post with it, and then that coupled with the nation, like, half-ass shutting down in most places because of this quarantine stuff, or everybody at least staying at home a little bit more than they're used to, I'll I'll say that, Uh, it is making for some of the most funny conversations, videos. Like, I know motherfuckers say stay off your social media, but I've been on video games and social media a lot more lately just to hear people. Like, this shit is cracking me up, y'all. Like, but like I said, like, it's so stupid that motherfuckers are out here licking toilet seats and door handles and things in public places. Like, you just trying to catch something bleach won't kill at that point. Um, but then, like, you'll see other things like, I think people are taking it too far in the sense that like I've seen people quarant not like they'll like quarantine down and and hunker in their house and never leave and they panic by three months worth of food and eighteen years worth of fucking toilet paper if you do the math and they just sit down and hunker in their fucking house and they yell at everybody on social media to stay inside because this is about to kill us all. Like 
Oh, hey, Chancey, woke up for a moment there, flopped his ears. I'm sure you guys heard that. But what I'm saying about those people is I think you are just as in the wrong as the people that aren't taking it so serious as, you know, going out and sneezing and coughing and just walking about their daily routine and, you know, hacking loogies and spitting them on the ground and doing all that dumb, nasty, gross people shit. You know, I saw a picture online of somebody was like, yeah, wear your gloves during this shit because people are nasty. And it was a lady picking her ass at the while she was pumping her gas. And I was like, oh, yeah, gas hand. That just made me think like gas handles and door handles are probably on that nasty shit. But, um... Yeah, I think anybody freaking out and 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 panicking and doomsday doomsday in the fuck out of this situation is like they they're just as anxiety driven as as people that are being careless are are not driven by like anxiety like they they're, they're driven by not giving a fuck basically like uh, I think people need to find like a nice happy medium. Like I'm not saying you got to avoid going to the grocery store and try not to touch everything when you go out and about, wear gloves and walk out in a hazmat suit. Like if that's what you feel you need to do, I will never judge, but I don't think it's that serious. Like stay conscious when you're in high traffic areas touching high traffic area things like bathroom door handles and shit like that. Like maybe hold it at the grocery store for a moment if you can go to your own house and shit or piss, you know? But yeah, I definitely think that, that the comedy of the way people, um, famous, poor, rich, young, old, and everything in between, like all these motherfuckers are being ridiculous during this shutdown. Like I know, I know motherfuckers that are like, you watch videos of famous people locked in mansions with millions of dollars and all that shit and 20 rooms in their house and each room is dedicated to a different activity and they're talking about they have nothing to do and they're so bored and they're so tired of this and they just want to wear their nice clothes and go out again and i'm like bitch like i am not bored i am not tired and i'm sitting at my house making podcasts and playing video games and catching up on my movies and tv series like with my extra time and Obviously, like, I'm going to, I'll throw in there right now, like, I am fortunate enough, I know if you guys know me or have heard me mention it maybe in the past, I'm fortunate enough to be working in the marijuana industry in Colorado at this time, and we are deemed one of those essential places that people can be out and about working, going to and from, like, we've, we've done things at my facility to not have people coming in, you know, we've set uh, this curbside where we walk your order out to you as and you call it in, look on our website and call it in, all that good stuff. So we're doing the necessary things to, you know, not transmit and stay open and stuff. But I'll be the first one to tell you that uh, I'm very fortunate to be, you know, continuing to have a job and be able to work normal hours and have an excuse to get out of the house and go to and from. Because I can see where people would get stir crazy during this time. And then I definitely know people that, you know, they, uh, whether it be because they love what they do or they don't love their home life or whatever, or they just get too, you know, bored in their home life and just have to stay stimulated, whatever. Like I know people that are really struggling during this time, not working with, with staying stimulated, finding things to keep them out of their head or, you know, finding, I mean, obviously finding ways to make money too, but, um, not everybody that's having to stop working is struggling with money, but that, that definitely doesn't take anything away from the people that literally need to be working and can't right now. Like, that's why I feel fortunate. 
because I know the crazy ass statistics on um, I can't, I'm not going to try to quote it because I don't I don't know it off the top of my head exact number, but I know the numbers above 50 percent of how many Americans live paycheck to paycheck currently that are above 18. So uh, it's things it's things like that that scare me. Like I just wish that we could figure some things out about this virus just because the livelihood of of people you know, not being able to work and not being able to go get food and not being able to to support their families and and literally having to wonder, like, not only um, where their next meal is going to come from, but if they're going to be able to go get it and not and, and if they go get it, you know, if they're going to be able to do it again because they don't have a paycheck coming in um, or because they're a little bit older or they have some respiratory issues and they they are literally terrified to go out of their house. So um, I'll be the first one to tell you anybody in my situation is fortunate, but, um, you know, I, I definitely know some, some people also not like where I work. I'm not saying that in my situation, but I know some people in my situation, meaning are currently working and doing their normal daily life things. And they're, you know, they're bitching about having to go out of their house or they're bitching about, you know, I shouldn't have to go to work during this time because, other people are quarantined for their safety, but my boss sees it fit that we work. Like, I just, uh, the audacity is what I want to say. Like, how dare you? Like, um, I know you're worried about getting sick or, you know, you're worried about whatever you're worried about. But you got like, during times like this, especially, people got to start see seeing more, more of the silver linings. Like, I know I said I, I just harped on being on social media because it makes me giggle and I'm I'm on it a lot more right now. But if if this social media shit is getting to you and scaring you and freaking you out or irritating you or pissing you off or making you sad or making you lose hope or whatever, get off the shit. Cause like there's definitely times too where seeing all this stuff, like I just want to see the normal stuff on my feet again too. So I gotta shut the social media down, you know? I'm tired of seeing all this virus stuff. I want to see some basketball highlights, some video game clips, and some, you know, some live sports or some some live comedy shows or or a couple more podcasts come out or whatever that I'm into. But like all that stuff is being is having to be put on the back burner. So I'm just excited for when that stuff gets to gets to get rolling around again and things start picking back up to normal so people can kind of have something uh, to look forward to or something to help them forget every day. Cause, cause like I said, um, if you don't practice good mindfulness on a regular basis, or you just try to keep yourself busy enough, uh, a lot of people are going to be struggling during this time because you know, there's a lot of scary things to think about, but, um, I'm not going to even bring those up. I'm not even going to list them because I think people should, like I said, I think there's a lot of silver linings to be taken from it. So, um, whether it be, you know, your your job is shut down and you're quarantined. Hey, at least I'm I'm less exposed to being sick. Or if your job is not shut down, hey, at least I'm still pulling a paycheck and don't have to worry about the money side of things. Or um, you know, if you're if you live in a small area and are, don't understand the grocery store freak out because your grocery store has always been pretty stocked up because you don't have many people to take shit from it. Be grateful for that. You know, don't be don't be pissed off that you live in your small area and there's nothing to do during this lockdown and you normally go to bigger areas but you can't because they're all locked down right now or whatever uh i heard a buddy of mine from a really small town the other day he was bitching about his spring break plans he was going to go to california and if they didn't shut things down this was before california went in quarantine um, he had tickets to go to California on a plane. And he said, he's like, I don't care about this stuff. Like I'm going like, I'm, 
He's like, I'm going by myself to see cool stuff. I'm not going to beaches or to party or anything. Like, I don't see the problem with it. And then, of course, California quarantine shut down and all those uh, in some of the areas he was trying to visit. And he ended up not being able to go, but he just could not understand it because, you know, in his area, they had toilet paper on the shelves, they have food in the grocery stores, you know, uh, jobs are open, daily life is functioning. Uh, in his area, they're just saying like, you know, hang out with people a little bit less and try to do your normal routine. You know, they're not necessarily, um, they're not making, they're not, they're not making you do anything. They're just encouraging you to take precaution. But uh, you just have to have a different perspective, you know. He, if he could see the silver lining in, oh, you know, in my small town, at least I have way less of a chance. In my opinion, I'm not sure if it's actually a fact, but he probably has way less of a chance of getting it than a lot of these people in a lot of the bigger fucking areas. Where you know, if you live in L.A. and you have to go to the grocery store, potentially twenty people could have touched the motherfucking bag of rice you're about to pick up, or. You know, especially in a time like this, people are making decisions from prioritizing and putting shit back and grabbing shit and hella shopping carts are being grabbed by hella people. And if you live in a big area, your your odds are probably a lot more higher to get it and stuff. So they have to take this shit a little bit serious. Um, I know a lot of people, specifically, I live in not the biggest area of Colorado. So I know a lot of people where I live, you know, like, why the hell is Colorado on a statewide shutdown? A lot, it's affecting a lot of things. A lot of places are this, a lot of places are that. Like, I get where you're coming from. But you got to understand that my friends in Denver also, you know, if they go out and about, there's a lot of people out and about. And if, you know, if we go out and about in a smaller area, we're maybe exposed. We go to Walmart or something. You're maybe exposed to, you know, 10 to 15 people. If I'm being generous and assuming people are good people, 10 to 15 people not giving a fucking, you know, transmitting the shit out of that if they have it, you know, but, um, in a bigger area, you can be dealing with way, way, way more, you know, you could, you could be dealing with hundreds, if not thousands of people that just, Hey, I'm Jim Bob, Timmy, Timmy Sue, Sally Joe. Don't give it a fuck. That's who I am. And uh, it really just, like, like I said, it, it can make people lose hope and discourage people, but I just want people to stay uplifted and try to find things to do to keep you productive and positive during this time. You know, whether that be focusing on the silver linings, you know, I've spoke a little bit on yoga or meditation. Um, I know a lot of people will start, you know, uh, um, what was it? A buddy of mine a couple days ago, let me know. He started focusing a lot more on his religion and, uh, he started finding a lot of interesting stories and a little interesting, you know, tidbits and things that he had missed and like shit like that's cool, you know? Um, in my area and a lot of other areas that are like kind of in a half quarantine or almost a full quarantine, you can still take your dogs out on a walk. Just stay away from people is what they say, you know, six feet plus away from people. So, uh, take your dogs out on a walk, you know, just because we're supposed to be staying inside doesn't mean you don't have to get that sunshine. Um, like I said, if you're fortunate enough to go to work, take in the area around you while you fucking, you know, if you just have to go straight to work and straight back, you know, uh, look around, look around while you drive, pay attention, take some things in, take in the beauty of your surroundings. But, um, like I said, we'll, we'll stop talking on the quarantine stuff just cause I'm not trying to freak anybody out. Um, I'm not acting overly freaked out about it. Like I said, I'm nervous about 
older relatives and and people that I care about and stuff, but outside of that, eh, not really sure that uh that it'll be too long where we have to be this way, you know. Um hopefully I'm right, you know, but if not, I think it'll 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 give people a sense of community and prioritization, you know. I know a lot of people have been doing great shit with this, so I think it'll be, make people advance in ways that they never saw saw possible. But um other than that, I've been seeing like I've really been loving like watching TV and seeing what has been on when there's like not much live to report about and you know other not everybody wants to talk about that shit like I know I'm sure you guys can hear that jet over my house hold up we're gonna put a pause where I was at you guys hear that that is a man okay it's gone I think it's gone that was like for fucking a good good 10-15 seconds sounded like it was hovering above my house which reminds me I'll bring this up now because it's kind of similar Last night, uh, no bullshit, it was not, like, probably, my buddy was letting me know this statewide quarantine was being talked about by the governor on TV, so I knew it was coming probably two hours before my phone got the alert, but not 30 minutes after he tells me that, I get off a video, he lives up in Denver, I get off of video games with him, I'm watching TV, and we have been getting stoned playing video games, and I'm just uh, watching my show I'm real interested in, so I am getting... Uh, just higher, smoking a little bit more weed, taking a couple more dabs, and just really trying to get into my super trippy, interesting show, right? And um, then I hear a police siren, you know, drive by the house, and I'm like, oh, they're after some. Like, I, I see headlights whiz by the house pretty fast, first off. And I'm like, okay, that motherfucker's zooming. But, like, it was just like, it was a peripheral thing. Like, I just, you know, the headlights that drive by the street outside my window, you see them. And that peripheral headlight seemed to be moving faster than normal. Uh, and then I heard a police siren, and I was like, damn, that's kind of close. So I looked out the window to make sure it wasn't an ambulance, and it was a police, and that uh, dude with the headlights had turned left, and this police was scooting. Like, his tire screeched, and he ran through the stop sign. Uh, I live on a corner so of an intersection, so he ran through the fucking stop sign and skirt skirted the tire. <laughs> fucking skirting the tires as he's uh going around this corner but it's not like enough to drift it's just enough to hear the squeal and whatnot and then all of a sudden like i pause my video uh because i hear you know it sounded like his siren was going away because it was but then it sounded like he it was getting louder so i was like what the fuck is this guy you know mr headlights from before just busting around the block a couple times what's going on so i paused my show and i went to the window and then from the street that the headlights and the first cop came on, I see, I look to the right and I see at least two more sets of fucking sirens and they're both coming down the same street. And then w they're on each other's asses, both cops. And then one of them breaks the left like the headlights and headlights and the first cop did. One of them bus ass straight. All of them blowing the stop sign at this intersection by my house. And then I hear just hear all of a sudden more sirens and no bullshit. There was the two the two cops that had came before, the one cop that did initially, plus the headlights do had already gone. Another 
uh, eight cops in pairs of two did the bust the left and the go straight, and then bust the left and go straight, bust the left and go straight. They all those eight cops did that coming down that road in unison all hauling, all screeching tires, all blowing the stop sign, all sirens a blaring, and all just fucking after this shit, just going after it. And I'm literally like, it sounds fucked up, but I'm so stoned. The first thing I thought is like, damn, they taking this statewide quarantine thing pretty serious, man. But uh, no, like I said, and then it was, I was, you know, that had came, gone. I heard all the sirens fade out. Didn't see, you know, any ambulances, any other cops. I called my buddy that's originally from here, lived here his whole life. So he follows all the news stations and all that good stuff. I called him and was like, yo, hook it up with the news update tomorrow on what the fuck was going down with that guy because that shit was crazy. And then I put my shit down and start my show back up. And then 15 minutes go by and my phone, you know, uh, Amber Alerts or Severe Weather Alerts or whatever that are issued to all the phones. Um, my phone just is fucking going off. And I'm like, what the fuck? I literally thought something was happening with that vehicle and cop situation. And so I like pause my show again, like go to he- like hesitantly grab my phone, reach over, grab it. And then it's like, the official issue of the statewide quarantine that I forgot about because of the fucking cops and my cool show and my weed and stuff. Um, and then I read up on that and found out all the information that I told you guys before. And it was just like the most interesting little like midnight smoke session watching TV because uh, I'm on a normal day off today. So I was staying up a little late and doing some of those things. But yeah, it was the uh, craziest freaking thing. Like just as the sequence of events played out, my brain went a million different ways and it was so much fun. I was playing like a bunch of different scenarios in my head cause I'm like that and I want to make movies and shows and, and shit that's cool. So, uh, I was playing a lot of different scenarios in my head when that was going on, but here's how great we are at segueing back to what I was talking about originally. A lot of TV, you know, here lately has been playing like all the sports channels and shit that I watch have been playing throwback games that I appreciate the fuck out of. You'll get on YouTube and a lot of the stuff that's trending is, you know, forgotten about throwback things that uh, I'm not going to say before social media, but, you know, we saw it live and it was cooler to watch things live. And if you didn't see it live, you definitely had to look it up. Like it wasn't like, oh, I didn't see any of the game, but I'll catch all the cool highlights as I scroll through my Twitter later because, all cameras are on LeBron James at all times, you know, like it was, it was just cool. It's cool to see those and relive the nostalgia. And they were showing it all, you know, they were showing high school games, uh, college dunk competitions, three point competitions, NBA all-star weekends, NBA games, playoff games. Like I know you guys know me by now with this, I was on my YouTube and I saw so many videos of throwback Dirk or Mavericks 2011 finals run or, you know, sadly, I saw some of the 2006 Miami Heat Dallas Mavericks final series, but we watched some bitches too. Cause we got ring with the hurt, y'all. <coughs> Sorry, cleared my throat there a little bit. But yeah, we watched those too, man. Uh, the nostalgia of it's cool. Or uh, a lot of the chefs that I follow on YouTube or watch on TV, they've been dropping a lot more or a lot different ideas than their normal everyday go-to. This is what you cook, how to cook it, things like that. So um, I love the creativity that's coming out of, uh, I I shouldn't say it, but the stir-crazy, I guess, or um, 
for me, it's like the the pondering. Like like I said, I know I haven't done a podcast in a while. Uh, things have been real busy and stuff, and. It was I was struggling to find like creative things to talk about, and I didn't want to get on here and give you guys like some mediocre episodes. And like I said, I apologize. I know you guys probably look forward to the two episodes a week. Uh, I might try to go to you know one episode a week, keep it consistent, but you know make sure people have time to catch up. It's just an idea I'm bobbling around. I don't know. We'll see and let you guys know on social media as you know how I do. But. Like I, I had lost my creativity, my creative edge, and then all these things started happening, and I started watching, you know, how people uh, put out things. Like I said, whether it be the nostalgic videos or the positive videos or the cool video, you know, just trying to take people's mind away from this shit. Uh, those are the people I appreciate. So I wanted to get on here and and you know definitely give a shout out to to anyone that's trying to stay productive or trying to help others stay productive and not overthink about this because it's an easy thing to do. I know, fuck, I'm 37 minutes in and I still haven't shut up about it. But um, I just think there's a lot of positive things to be taken away from it too. So um, other than that, I've been, uh, I've been noticing a lot of things like when I go out and about, walk my dogs and things like that. And it's like, uh, I'm intaking my surroundings a little bit more. I'll leave the phone at home. Probably not a smart idea during this time, but I'll leave the phone at home. And my dog is going at my blankets. Benji, stop that. Don't be digging at my blankets during podcast time, man. This quarantine got them acting crazy. Acting crazy. But anyways, uh, I've been taking my dogs on a walk and paying attention a little bit more because um, I left my phone at the house. And I see like the way that dogs react to my dogs or like the way other animals react to my dogs when we're out and about. And, you know, I see the way that, or or when other people are walking their dogs, I see the way that their dogs react to surroundings. And it's just, it's, it's like, normally I'm stoned anyways, most of the time. So I was stoned, like if I'm stoned and I'm walking the dogs and noticing those things, I'll literally go on a tangent of thoughts. Like, like, oh, I wonder why my dogs noticed that lady's dogs before her dogs noticed my dogs at all. Like, Chance knew that there was a dog coming two blocks down the road. Benji only knew it was like a half block away, but that dog didn't even know my dogs existed until we were almost right next, you know, right across the street. But I'll notice things like that, or I'll notice like yesterday I was walking the dogs and there was three squirrels just like, they were on the ground scurrying around, and then before my dog saw them like a block down the road, they all perched their heads up, and then they all went to the base of this tree, and as we got closer, they like scurry up the tree, and I, I know this is normal shit, but they scurry up the tree, and then as we get closer, they scurry to the top, and then no bullshit, uh, well, they scurry to the top, and one of them goes into this little fork that's like two thick branches on the tree and like pokes its head over. And no bullshit, you see the other two right next to it. Their two fucking heads pop up like beep beep. And they're fucking all just in this little fork watching me and my dogs and just like making sure we leave. And then sure enough, we get a half block down the road and I look back and they're all on the ground like collecting their shit again. And that shit just like, it tripped me out because, you know, as being a human being or being the species that we are, we don't think about like having to live our lives certain ways most time like everybody gets to live the way they want and you get to be who you want to be and and nobody should be making you act act any different unless you want to be acting that way well guess what 
that squirrel has to act different no matter whether it wants to or not because it doesn't know that every single dog's not trying to tear its face off. And I would be willing to venture to say at least 90% of fucking dogs are going to chase that motherfucker. So, like, could you imagine if every time you went out on a walk, you just had to worry about if you saw somebody that was a little bit energetic and... Uh, how do I want to put it? I'm trying to describe a dog as a person. Like you saw somebody that was a little bit energetic and really thought that everybody was into uh, into hanging out with them. And that person just started full sprint running at you. What the fuck would you do? You would turn and start running the other way. And then if that person was like a dog and continued to chase you because you were the squirrel person at this point, you're probably going to continue to run until you can get to a place where that person cannot reach you anymore. And that is the interaction of the dog and the squirrel. But it's just the animals react on instinct. You know, they know how they have to have to have to do things when things are a certain way in order to stay as safe as possible. And if they don't act that way, sometimes it could be the end of their fucking existence. Like, I know similar things can be said about humans, but but for the most part, like, you know. I don't have to have a leash around my neck to make sure I don't run out in the street because I saw one of the squirrel people that I was really interested in. But my dogs have to have that shit. And not everybody's dogs have to, but my dogs have to have that shit because their attention span when it comes to listening, like they listen very well, but their attention span when it comes to listening my commands when another animal is taking interest in them, little to none, like... They, they they go to be with the other fucking animals. So I have to have that restraint on them to where I can at least slowly walk them up to the animal. I'm not saying they're not going to be able to check out the squirrel or the goose if it's a friendly one. But I'm just saying that if I didn't have my, my leash on them motherfuckers, it would be the the exact altercation I had. Or like, can you imagine if the, the human world... I thought about this too because of this. Could you imagine if the human world was like the animal world in a way that because of the way you looked felt or acted on a regular basis like you had to worry about other people around you because we just like reacted on instinct like like for example if somebody was big and mean and aggressive and very standoffish all the time and then you have somebody that's me that's kind of you know like not standoffish I hate confrontation and like I try to avoid that shit and and stay and stay away from that as much as possible like could you imagine if every single time i went to the grocery store i had to kind of shop around the big people because i had to worry about like if that big dude saw me he might get aggressive and try to attack me just because it's the you know it's the thing to do or like even even if i made it more animalistic he might try to attack me and then take advantage of me and uh make me you know be his slave because if not he could kill me and there's nothing i could do about it you know like it's just it's it's crazy to think that that we get the freedom to live and act the way that we want and we can be so silly with it whereas opposed to animals don't have that freedom in their brain to be able to act how they want when they want and not always see consequences you know like their risk their risk factor is a lot more heightened than ours we just kind of for the most part a lot of people get to go about their day and you know have their feelings and not be talked to about it or whatever, you know, whatever you want to do, you can fucking do for the most part. But it's just, it's, it's interesting to go outside and see how 
the outside world is forced to be and it still works. Like it all just still just just like how do I it just still perfectly intertwines. Like it all perfectly flows. It continues to function. Like even like I've took it as far as to notice like even under great duress that shit is 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 functioning. Like if like I'll do the same analogy with humans and like the fucking earth. Like humans get to go about their day and do and do the normal, you know, whatever they do and da 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 da. But if you were walking throughout your day and this is the earth analogy, like if you're walking throughout your day and then all of a sudden like a cigarette butt hit you in the face because somebody wanted to throw their cigarette butt out and then you know, because someone wants to fire off a random round at a fucking pond and it ricochets, it hits you in the leg. Or, you know, because somebody wants to throw out a lit cigarette, but it causes, you know, the earth analogy, it causes like a little fire and, you know, half your leg got burned because something fucking, some asshole threw a cigarette butt on you. Like, could you imagine if constant adversity was thrown at you in every shape, way, and form? along with all the good and indifferent, if you just got constant adversity all the fucking time, all the fucking time, all the fucking time, just something, just for absolutely no reason other than it wants to, just fucking inhibiting your success in some way. Like, there wouldn't be very many people striving in that situation at all. There would not be very many people that could take, you know, getting gassed in the face and then a cigarette butt in the fucking face and then like i said the fire on the leg a broken leg punched in the lip all that shit like many people would just be like man fuck what i thought about i was doing i just gotta survive i gotta fucking focus on how to make this shit stop happening well animals and the earth and plants and all sorts of the other shit that just has to be um in the middle of our existence they don't get that choice you know they don't get that freedom they don't get the 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 exist the same existence that we do it's just crazy how this shit has opened my mind lately like they don't they literally don't get the same exact existence that we do like it's 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 weird how things just have to kind of be when when we can shut ourselves off and act how like i said act however we want and you know um other things have to change the way that they be because we want to be the way that we be. And it's just the, like, it's the weirdest little concept that I've been thinking about lately. Like, like uh, I know a lot of you guys could probably relate to this. I, I watched a few episodes of that Netflix Tiger Man documentary and all that good stuff. Like, it's it's interesting. I'm not going to lie. It's interesting. And I do like it. It's entertaining. And the, sto- the storyline is good. Like, all of that good stuff. But, um more so i've just been thinking like uh it's crazy to me like how many lions and tigers and exotic animals and things like that are in captivity as opposed to the ones that are you know living their wild free life like the animal that they're supposed to be and i'm not saying that it's a bad thing like don't get it twisted. I've had exotic I've had exotic pets in the past. I probably will have an exotic pet. Like I'm not going to get a lion or a fucking tiger, y'all. I don't want anything that can potentially kill me very easily. That kind of scares me. But I do like my exotic animals and I I think there's like like you you should definitely be able to have the fucking animals you want if you provide a very good, you know, living situation in life that accommodates that animal. Yeah, nobody should be able to tell you what you can have. Uh no matter what the risk is. But um with that it definitely like like the whole time these people are being greedy and it just like 
it really did. My buddy Cody put it to me a good way. Like it seems in the first few episodes, like just a bunch of mob bosses trying to do this, like point out who's doing the shittiest shit while they're trying to collect the most lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. And then, uh, no, like everybody's just trying to be like, Oh, he's shittier than me. He's shittier than me. She's shittier than I, and they're shittier than us. And it's like, well, you're all shitty. Like you're all being silly doing this shit and then like when i thought that they were all like when i started kind of getting that in my head that like oh all these people were silly and just greedy and like cloud hungry uh that's when you know i start looking at it from the perspective of the animals like a lot of them do have good living situations because those are like you know big cat sanctuaries and they have lots of room to roam and like yeah their, their situation's pretty accommodated for the most part like they're, I mean, they're fatter and lazier than the cats living in the wild. And, you know, they seem to be living a life of luxury. Um, whether, you know, that comes with a couple of things that probably aren't nearly as cool as the wild. You know, you don't get to go as far as you want and all that shit. Like, they're, they're, they're not living horrible lives just because they don't get to be wild. But uh, if it ever came, like, if it ever came down to it, we were back to fucking bare bones and nobody had those things and those motherfuckers had to go out in the wild... Uh, those cats that are that are under captivity right now are going to be the first ones to not thrive and to be a little bit fucked. So I just thought that it was like a little bit interesting that they they don't really get the choice in it, but they like uh, they give up a little bit of their freedom to struggle a little less. I really, really, really had a hard time not associating that with with humans. Like those, like I said, those cats definitely were like chilling. They're fat and they're getting all the meat and getting tons of playtime. And people are coming looking at them and, oh, look at this cat and look at this one. And they get fancy. Like they, they get, they get celebrity status. Like if they're humans, that is a celebrity. But they're in cages. They're in cages and they're confined to a very strict schedule based on how another entity wants them to live their life. And I feel like that same exact scenario can be said about a lot of people in a lot of situations. Um, like I said, not necessarily bad. Not necessarily bad at all to literally live your entire life in, in a little bit more comfortable environment, a little bit more at-peace environment, and, and not have to struggle near as much. Um, and a lot of people might feel like they're not giving up a shit ton of freedoms to live that life, or maybe they aren't giving up a shit ton of freedoms to live that life. But uh, I do think there's something to be said about the the comfort, like the living the comfortable, easy, luxurious life like that. Uh, metaphorically speaking, I think you using the tigers as the metaphor. I think you put the cages around yourself. You know, like. If you always live in your comfort zone and you always kind of, you know, like I said, give up a little bit of that freedom just to kind of chill in the same spot and live live a nice, easy lifestyle, then I don't think you truly will have the same experiences as that wild cat out in the jungle, you know? And and it made me want to be more like the wild cat out in the jungle, y'all. It made me want to get out. I mean, obviously not right now during this, not bringing it up again, but I am bringing it up again, so get over it. The coronavirus shit, not now, but whenever I'm able to again, yeah, I want to, you know, I'm going to get out. I'm going to experience. I'm going to be that wild cat in the jungle. Like, yeah, it definitely might come with its, you know, 
it's instances where the wildcat has to get in the fight with something else and fucking loses its sh- and loses, you know, gets its ass whooped. Yeah, life's going to kick my ass being the wildcat in the jungle sometimes, but guess what? I am going to have, in my opinion, such more intricate and unexplainable experiences if if I live as the wildcat in the jungle, you know? I like to be like to be that free ass motherfucking dude. Like I know I'm smart enough to be free and live that wild that 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 adventurous wildcat lifestyle I keep bringing up. So I want to do that, you know. I, I but but like I said, as people we get that choice. Nobody came and said, "Hey Chase, you know, I know you're lo- you're you're having a good time living the that young, wild and free lifestyle and I know you get to go wherever you want right now and you get to do whatever you want right now and that's the coolest thing ever, but um I also know that you are uh, you're six eight and you're and you're beautiful and you don't you don't deserve to live paycheck to paycheck. You don't deserve to have to worry about buying your own meals. Why don't you let me take care of that for you? Come live with me. Why don't you let me take care of that for you? And um, I, I go do that and uh, and like I get the choice to go do that. But if if it wasn't that way, you know, somebody just thought that I was six eight and they could take care of me better than I could take care of myself, and so they grabbed me and and put me in a in a nice ass house that I could never leave. Um, like I said, it'd be dope. I'd live in a mansion and people would be looking at me like I was some Hollywood star all the fucking time. But I'd get I'd want to leave the mansion, you know, and then couldn't do it just because old boy said so and yeah that's it's it's the weirdest little correlation like i said i know i'm not some fucking tiger and i know that that tigers have also the instinct to eat people's fucking faces off if they're not confined and i'm not going on killing sprees when i'm not confined and being free but yeah like i said it's just a weird correlation that i drew of i would rather be the 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 wild and and free and adventurous and you know free to do what i want and my, i would rather have my experiences shaped by me living that lifestyle than than if i lived the the easier one where you know i could maybe go to a low cost um low you know just a like i don't want to say smaller but just like low cost and an a low co- an area that's low cost and you don't really have a lot of shit to worry about whether that be because the crime rate's low or because people get paid well and don't have and don't have high cost of living there like whatever that makes you feel comfortable and accommodated to where you could see yourself unproductively sitting for a large amount of time like when when i see myself unproductively sitting for a large amount of time because i'm comfortable or because i'm like gluttonously happy with my situation like yeah I've been able to do my like it's just making me unproductive I want to get out that's when I you know uh for like you know that's when I moved from Nebraska to Arkansas uh when I was going to college in 18 and 19 and then I feel that way again like I'm taking shit for granted and just chilling being a lazy fucker because my situation is easy boom moved to Colorado made my situation a little bit tougher but I was a whole lot happier and then you know, it's it's weird to put it this way, but like have this weird sense of like that unproductive comfortability right now and like uh, like being open with you guys mainly because lately, like I found it a little easier to live paycheck to paycheck because uh, if I, you know, with with the funds that I have right now, if I do that, I do get to go out and have a little bit of fun. You know, I get to get to spend a little money on me and the dogs and things like that. Don't have a girlfriend, kids and all that. So yeah, I get to do be a little bit gluttonous, but uh, here lately I've been having that weird feeling like, all right, 
if I just cut out all the extra bullshit and really put my head down and really focus on what my real long-term goals are, then yeah, like if I do that here soon, I feel like I'm going to get out of that comfortable, unproductive, uh, weird, like, I don't want to say mindset because it's not my mindset, but it's just like that weird dead space that I can sit in for a day or a half day or for three days or whatever the case. Like if I can get away from that a little bit more here lately, I feel like I'm about to have that, that uncomfortable comfortable uncomfortable comfortability that makes me want to do something about it you know like when I left for Arkansas and when I left for Colorado I'm not saying it's going to mean leaving I just think it's gonna uh have it means it's I, I just feel like here soon I'm about to do something like I'm about to get super motivated to do something that's going to be great for me that's going to be huge for me because both of those experiences for all of their reasons were huge for me so I feel I have I've had this weird feeling that like I'm about to hit another one of those, you know? Um, A lot of people around me have been uh, figuring out their situations and having their epiphanies and and their enlightenments and things because of their recent situations here in the past. So um, I think it could be a little bit attributed to that and, and whatever it is, I don't know. But yeah, I've just had this weird, like, positive, forward pushing mindset. It's the weirdest way to describe it. But but like, yeah, like there's literally been nights where I've had people mess my buddies message me that I usually game with and stuff. And they're like, Hey man, everything. Okay. Did you have a good day? Uh, didn't hear from you on the video game tonight. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I literally just was at work thinking about like, man, if I didn't play the video game for, you know, two hours tonight, three hours tonight, I really could write down some, some awesome podcast ideas, or I really could, um, uh, this just is unproductive, but I really could dive into that show that I've been talking about or that movie that I've been telling people I need to watch, or I really could, uh, read up on that, that really long article that I saved for later because it was kind of long and I found it at work or, you know, I just shit the other night. I, I told, told a buddy of mine, like, I'm literally just going to cook, do some laundry, fix a couple of fucking things around the house that are broken and, and go to the hardware store and go to the grocery store and do some productive things and stuff. And, he was like, oh, okay, I was just checking. Like, uh, I didn't know if you were going to game tonight or not. Hell yeah, buddy. Glad you're staying happy doing all that stuff. And like low key, um, I thought it was the universe's karma showing me this, but I was super happy that I did that because uh, now we're on this quarantine where potentially I could be going to try to do that stuff. And hopefully not it's this serious, but like, you know, maybe ticketed or reprimanded or my ass chewed at least by cop or something. So glad I went and did that stuff too, but um yeah, it's just, I've been this weird, productive, like with my, with my thoughts and my mindset and stuff like that lately. And, um, it's, it's definitely made me feel positive. It's definitely, um, when I'm alone, it's helped me really take my mind off of the outside world lately. Like it's hard when I'm at work or when I'm at the grocery store, or if I'm scrolling through social media, just because the whole world's talking about the same thing right now. But uh, when I'm doing those productive things at the house, when not necessarily like when I'm alone, I should say, but like I should say my brain's alone, like when I'm super laser focused on one thing, um, whether it be unproductive, productive, but if I'm super focused on one thing at that point in time, that's making me happy, fulfilled or whatever it's making me feel, uh, I, I Lately, I've been having like a lot of super productive thoughts or super 
uh, I've done something about it, you know, I've acted on those thoughts, I've done things, I've, I've wrote the ideas down, I've, you know, we got, I'm, we got a couple ideas in the works as far as, you know, cameras and my video editing stuff I want to get into, and you know, it's going to help the podcast, we're giving you guys a little bit of a spoiler alert, but uh, yeah, we got some of those things in the works, because I've gotten real excited and motivated lately, and um, I think I'm about to do some some really cool things, I, and I can't wait to share it with you guys. I can't wait to share it with my family, my friends, all my strangers. I'm going to call them my strangers because they're mine, you know? I fucking, I can't wait to reach as many people as I can with my new my new ideas and, and some of the things I've been thinking about. We'll, that's all we'll touch on it for now, but but yeah, I just, I think there's a lot to be said with like this this weird, like stagnant, alone feeling of this... Like it's 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 really been brought on because of the fucking quarantine talk and the COVID and everybody freaking out and talking about the same thing. Like it's weird and it's kind of just the way I am, but that's just made me want to distance myself from from that mindset and thought process more. Like, well, if everybody else is spending twenty three hours a day thinking about the fucking COVID and stuff, maybe I won't have. I got I can think about it less, you know. Uh, I'll that'll put me a little bit ahead of everybody else if they're all stuck up thinking on the same thing right now and. Uh, you know, maybe while some other dude with another podcast that's just as cool as mine is thinking about the COVID and I'm thinking podcast ideas, I take a step ahead of them. No, I'm just kidding, y'all. I'm just kidding. But, but yeah, I, I definitely have been using the, the stagnation and the, the, um, the solitude of my thoughts for, for the better. Like I've really, you know, I've done a lot of work on myself in my brain. I've done a lot of work on the situations um, that I think about a lot in my brain. I've done a lot of work on the ideas that I want to mold into something huge in my brain. I've done a lot of work on um, the confusing aspects of a lot of, uh, how do I, like interactions and relationships and stuff that I think about. Um, I've done a lot of work with that in my brain. Uh, It's just, it's just been really, really like, it sounds weird because I know I've been off the podcast for two and a half, three weeks now. And, um, I didn't have that creative productive edge, but it's been a weirdly interesting and awesome place in my head that, that two and a half, three weeks, like I've really, uh, been able to sort through my thoughts and organize everything in a fucking awesome manner. So um, like I said, the motivation is going to keep, keep the podcast creative, going to keep my other ideas creative. It's going to keep me motivating my other friends. It's going to keep me, um, getting stoked when I see the people I care about doing fucking cool, awesome things with their lives. Like this shit has really taught me a lot about community and a lot about, um, positivity lately. Like, God damn, it's so easy to be fucking negative. It's so easy to be negative. And then truly negative shit is affecting everybody worldwide and boy when it's then it, then it's the easiest to be negative so easy to where the positive people are kind of negative like man i just i've been trying to distance myself from that shit as much as i can and like i may i mean i know it's it's negative in its own ways and it has its 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 negative benefit or not benefits but it's got its negative things as well as its positive benefits but man i'm just i'm just trying to focus on other shit man just focus on focus on creative stuff, focus on goofy stuff, focus on fun stuff. Like honestly, if if you're not using this time of of not really togetherness, I should say, uh if you're not using this time to be more creative and learn to have have a little bit more fun with yourself or the immediate people that you have to surround yourself with on a regular basis, then you ain't doing it right. Like 
definitely don't be doing the same shit you do every fucking day because you don't get bored as shit. But like, try to do something that's going to be fun. Try to do something that's going to be creative. Try to do something that's going to take you out of that comfort zone or out of your normal thought process or out of your normal way of thinking just for a fucking moment. Like, try to try to find things that are that are good for you that you haven't found yet that you haven't done before. You know. Um, maybe the stagnation of your normal life, it, it, it should inspire you to, to explore your abnormal life, you know, the shit that you, and by, by that, what I mean is like the shit that you never thought you would become interested in. If you use this time to explore some abnormal shit, you might stumble upon that, you know? Um, kind of like I did with this podcasting thing. I thought I would be fucking done with it. I thought I would not like it at all. And that's not the case at all. Um, Joe Rogan talked about, he never in a million years thought that he would get into archery at all. And he got into it uh, far enough to the point where he hunts. So like, just find, try to, try to explore different avenues and find different things that, that make you productive and keep your fucking, keep your mind productive and happy during, you know, during this time. And then it'll be easier to do that in your daily life and to continue to stay mentally and physically and positively mindful in your daily life, when when everything goes back to normal, because I uh, I know a lot of y'all are trying to freak people out, but guess what, guys? It's gonna go back to normal, or what we see as normal. I don't think anything's normal ever, none of the time, because I'm a weird, intricate thinker. But when it comes to the situation that I'm talking about with all this COVID shit and stuff, everything's gonna go back to normal, y'all. It's gonna be okay. I promise. Everything's gonna be go. It's gonna go back to normal, and whatever the future holds, guess what? It holds something. That's what a lot of people, I want a lot of people to realize. Like the, your future holds something. No matter how long your future is and no matter when you're going to cease to exist, your future holds something. Like why would you focus too much on your past or focus too much on your present even sometimes when the, there's positivity and light in the fact that your future holds something. Like it's just so... It's it's so interesting to me that that um, it, it took nothing for some people but two weeks of having to be quarantined and not do their regular shit to be uh, so fed up with with who they are and what they have at the house that they have to they have that need to want to go out and do things again. Like I get some people, you know, if you're an adrenaline junkie, you know, you need to fucking be jumping off a tall building or what, like I get people need to go out and about and they're going to get stir crazy. But like, it's weird to me that like, I just guess I don't understand how people can sit at home for two weeks in the place that is supposed to be your peace, if you, you know, if you live on your own or if you're trying to create your own normal situation, I'm not saying if you can't control where you live and you have to live in a shitty situation, but like, if you genuinely aren't at peace with, with who you are and what you have and your surroundings at your house to the point where two weeks in your own home, being your own person drives you fucking insane or makes you sad, mad, irritated, indifferent, whatever, then you definitely like, like take that for what it is and work on your shit at home, you know, make, start using that to fucking mold your house to be somewhere where you can go if you need to, you know, um, I think home life is just as important as the fucking social life. And a lot of people don't realize that like, yeah, it's, I'm not saying do it to the point where you're introverted and never leave your house like me because you have a lot of things to do at the house that make you fucking happy or whatever, because I'm, you know, I need to be a little bit more social and I've been working on that lately too. But, but if you, um, 
I used to also be the motherfucker that, that would crave the attention of somebody else or crave the attention of a group of people. I just, I, you know, I had to get on the video games and talk to buddies every night, or I had to, you know, message a message, a girl, a girlfriend every fucking night or call her every day to feel close to her. Like, um, you, you, you just, if you feel like you are having to put yourself out there too much or having to rely on other people too much for your, your happiness to where something like this, to where you have to be alone or to where you have to be stagnant for a little while, literally drives you crazy. Like maybe use that to do what you don't want to do and work on, um, you know, being with yourself, if that's what you struggle with or work on your patience of not going so stir crazy, if that's what you're struggling with or whatever, like just use it to work on those things. Um, like I said, I know with with a little bit of more of the extra time, uh, just because we're having to stay home a little bit more in Colorado right now, like, yeah, obviously, I'm not always at the house. I'm out doing stuff sometimes, too. But with us having to stay home a little bit longer, it's, you know, here lately, it's taught me a lot about like, oh, yeah, you, like it, play less video games when you're at the house and do productive things at the house. Like, you know, I'm not going to get it twisted. I'm playing a lot of Warzone now that this shit's happening. We ain't going to lie to you guys one damn bit. We're playing a lot of the video games right now because, you know, extended hours at the house means more times to get grrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
big old fucking bomb bangers of ideas that we're about to pop off with. You know what I'm saying? We're we're about to give you guys some some good shit with the podcast. We're gonna get it. I'll say this right now. We're gonna try to get the the podcast on a YouTube channel within. I'll say the next two weeks is what I'm really shooting for, but I'll tell you guys a month because I know it's a lot harder than I think, and there's a lot more into it than I think. But yeah, we're we're it's making me productive, y'all. I'm getting I'm getting stir crazy myself in good ways. You know, if you can get stir crazy in a good way and then just explode with all that goodness, all that and you just throw up all this creativity and positivity and throw up all this progress and fucking prosperity and happiness and fulfillment in your brain. Boy, you might just have a god uh you might just have a full body orgasm from happiness and come all over yourself. I don't know. But that's what I'm trying to go for. I'm trying to use all this productive shit for good and um actually, side note, I've been writing a lot of things down and I hate fucking writing and I hate that shit. That's why I talk, that's why I want to do video and visuals and and voice and things like that because I think writing is slow and takes too long, but writing my ideas down has made me so thankful for pen and paper too, because like, if I don't, I'll forget them. And sometimes I got some great ones, y'all, and I got to share them with you. But yeah, uh, that, that has really fucking helped me with my product productivity so much lately, you know, whether it be writing down all the things I want to do for the day and then feeling like a piece of shit when I didn't do as many or feeling great when I got to add four things to the list because I got them all done so fat, like, or writing down my ideas so I don't forget them. It it just has made me so much more productive. And I never thought that I would say that because I hate reading and writing. I fucking hate it. Uh, but that being said, like we 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 keeping it the the mindset during this time positive and open. And um, yeah, like it's gonna it, it could make like I said, I'm juggling around the one podcast a week to kind of give my other ideas other times, but don't think the podcast's gonna lack, y'all. There's gonna be weeks where there's more than one still. Um, there's gonna be times where there's multiple weeks without one, whatever. Like we're gonna keep the podcast coming for y'all and and all this other shit that I got going on in my brain too, you guys. I'm and I love the feedback. Like the feedback is the reason I'm making these decisions. Like you guys have definitely let me know, like, like one big feedback that I've taken from a lot of people is two episodes a week is great. I love all the content because I can pick and choose from all these different episodes, kind of like Joe Rogan. Um, and then they'll apologize to me for not being able to keep up. And they're like, dude, I know that you, you know, I haven't watched every single episode and you could probably see that I don't view every single episode. Fun fact, I can't see. Um, but, but I'm trying to keep up best I can, man. So like, you know, maybe I drop it once a week and that's, that's good, happy medium or like, well, you know, we're figuring it out, but your guys' feedback and uh, coupled with the way my brain has been working lately has been doing lots of fucking positive things. Um, you, I constantly have people commenting on commenting and posting and messaging and just trying to help help me out, trying to fucking give me advice, trying to literally just let me know that that like that it, it surprised me how many people noticed how long it's been since I posted a podcast, but I genuinely just, you know, was, was busy with, with fucking life and, and juggling all my thoughts about what's going on with, with everybody during this fucking crazy coronavirus time shit. And, uh, like I said, I was focusing on, on my daily activities and getting fulf- fulfillment out of that for a little while, you know, like I'm doing things around the house, doing things with the dogs, writing things down, getting some productive shit done. So, um, I'm excited to see, uh, now that I've planted that seed, I'm excited, I'm excited to see what the fuck grows y'all. 
And like I said, if I could, if this podcast can encourage somebody else to plant some seeds, do some things, you know, um, fuck yes. Like I want, I want not only this podcast, but this, not only this COVID, this Corona, this quarantine, but like, I just want the whole world right now to be fucking to like use this shit as inspiration, you know, uh, before all this shit started happening, anybody could go out their door with any idea, anything in mind and hit the fucking ground and run with it. They could do that shit because they fucking wanted to. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say anybody, but at least here where I'm at currently in my situation in America, you can fucking do that shit. And a lot of other places are free enough to do that shit. But guess what? Right now, there's a lot of places that don't allow the freedom to do that shit because of the pandemic we're experiencing and shit. So, you know, and it's it's dark and I'll take it there because I feel like it's necessary, but some people won't get to do some of the shit that they fucking wanted to do necessarily because this might have to change the way they live. So if when this shit all blows over, because like I said, it's going to, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, y'all. When this shit all blows over, if you aren't extremely fucking motivated to just like I said, explode with that happy, creative, productive body come, then like, I don't think there's any hope for you. Like if this shit hasn't inspired you to be like, huh, a lot of people are doing a whole lot of nothing right now. Let's fucking do some awesome shit. And, and like being stagnant for, uh, for whatever reason, hasn't put some crazy ideas in your thought and your head and thoughts in your head, then man, that blows my mind. That's all I'm saying. But but I'm going to use it, and I want you guys to use it. And uh, I think that's how I'm going to fucking wrap it up, y'all. I don't. I, I wanted this podcast to be a little bit goofier, a little bit wackier, a little bit funnier than it was, but I think I got some good shit said. So I'm fucking happy. We're cool with it. And I think I'm going to wrap it up there, y'all. Um, like I said, give, um, give everybody all the positive love. Show people the silver linings. Show people that like, yeah, be precautionary and be, it's okay to be a little bit afraid in this time, but, but use, use this time for your advantage. You know, use it to your advantage. Um, as always, I appreciate everybody that listens, everybody that tunes in. I love all of you guys, each and every one of you, anybody that reaches out with a like, with a comment, with a direct message, with advice, whatever the fuck. I love it. I appreciate it. Um, fucking like share comment the podcast blow that shit up let everybody know about it y'all we're trying to get this one reached out to everybody not only this one but the whole podcast y'all um we love y'all and we'll see y'all on the next episode thanks for tuning in you lovely little hussies